Hello, what have we here? Hello there. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. We're smarter than this. Happy beeps. That's not how the force works. Doesn't like you. I don't like you either. I got a bad feeling about this. This. Welcome to episode 120 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. I'm Glenn, and with me as always is Jason. It is sun Saturday evening before Christmas. We're just chilling. Jason, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm trying to, I've got a new microphone, and I'm trying to, you know, instead of yelling all the time, you know, it, it picks up things differently. So I don't have to yell because I can get it right up in it and stuff. So it's fun. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm just okay, going yeah. to put that into your drop your landing gear now you're just gonna slowly dive on in into the airfield you see the runway up ahead yes sorry <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with that <laughs> it does kind of sound like a pilot sometimes man but I'm, yeah. I'm learning this microphone and i'm trying not to to yell as much i don't know maybe I'm we've reached our we've reached our cruising altitude uh, if you look out on the left you'll see coruscant and all the flying building uh, all the flying vehicles around the building you can unbuckle your seatbelts now. Hold on a minute. We're going to drop a seismic charge. We have a TIE fighter on our tail. Bam! Oh, it's... Ah, oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hello there. And then, oh, look, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi. How you doing? <laughs> Dude, there's a TikTok going around that's got Tamora Morrison. Somebody's at a beach and Tamora Morrison's on the beach and he's got a piece of paper in his hands and you don't know if he's going over lines or what he's doing with this piece of paper, but he's like looking at all the young girls on the beach and stuff. And he's, it's just, it's funny because nobody's bothering him and it's obviously Tamora Morrison and you're just, you're like, dude, that's Boba Fett and he's looking at girls and it's funny as crap. Yeah, I missed most of that conversation when, when <laughs> did, I made my seismic charge. Um, did you not hear anything I just said? I didn't said? hear anything up until Tamora Morrison and is oh. on the beach. Because you don't have to repeat it. I'll listen to this on Tuesday. <laughs> but when, when you said the seismic charge and I made the blaring noise, like my <laughs> microphone just went out and gave me a hiss again. <laughs> I heard none of that until Tamora Morrison on the beach. So, yeah. And I'm like... Great. Let's just keep going. I'm All right. Pretend well, keep, like I listen. Dude, you need a new microphone. My wife sent me a thing for like a $30 microphone that was marked down from a hundred. I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm not no, I'm not buying a $30 microphone. I'm I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's just the loud noises. Like a couple of weeks ago, I banged on the desk <laughs> and it went out and I missed some of the conversation and plugged it back in and good to go. All right. Well, cool. Well, this is tomorrow Morrison on a beach looking at girls. So nice. Yeah. Is he married? I don't think so. No. I haven't heard anything. So you're saying he's available. <laughs> he might be. Hello there. Hello there. 
Hello there. Come here, my friend. I'm Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm Boba Fett. You I'm ever Boba noticed Fett. how how when he does say I'm Boba Fett in the book of Boba Fett, it's just like the cartoon, like the welcome, the, the oh. fateful Wookiee. I didn't. Yeah. No, you're he right. Now that I think about it. He says it just the same way, and I'm like, oh, "Look at you! Way to go! Way to way to make that Easter egg, Dave Filoni! You're awesome!" Like a banda, like a banda. <laughs> I still love that meme. We'll do stuff, and I'll send that meme, and it's just funny. Yeah, the people that get it love it. Yeah, yeah. So, how's your week going? Week is fine. Uh, did I tell my squirrel story? For. Squirrel, like a squirrel, a not squirrel, scroll. a living creature, the rodent. I, <laughs> I heard scroll, like scrolling a computer, not squirrels. No, so, squirrel. You you told me. I don't know if you told it on the podcast, but you told me that you you tell yeah. tell the story right before Christmas. So it was four a.m., maybe like two weeks ago, uh-huh. four a.m., and I hear I have wooden blinds, these blinds, and I hear them. Do you hear that? No, you know the Zoom. Zoom's it's got noise out. canceling, yeah. but they're wooden. It's wood on wood, and I hear it rustling, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And did the dog get out? Is the dog looking out the window? And then because it's four a.m. and I'm still asleep, I'm like, "Wait, is it a ghost?" <laughs> it's always ghost. It's me always and Rebels, ghost. and it's you and Ghost. There's no reason for a ghost to be here, but there's a ghost here. And my wife wakes up. She says, "What's going on?" And I go, "I don't know." So I get out of bed and I'm looking at the blinds, just kind of move and. This little squirrel pops its head up. Squirrel pops its head up. <laughs> and all I had was an empty laundry basket. So I <laughs> grab it and I throw it on top of the squirrel on the wall. Oh but it's a little guy. Uh-huh. So he slips through the laundry basket and flies across the room to the other side where my wife's clothes are. Oh, and this guy can move fast. You know squirrels, they move fast. Right. So he's in the clothes and I'm using, using a laundry basket. And my wife goes, no, use this. She had a box, an empty box. She gives me the box. The squirrel jumps onto my leg. And I'm only wearing shorts. And it's jumping on my bare skin. <clears throat> and then it jumps off back. And then like I'm like, ah. And I move my leg. And it jumps back into the clothes. So I give her, give her the uh, box. And I said, I'm going to have to try to scare it out. I can't scare it out and try to scare it out. And then, you know, like, because the way it's moving so fast. I can't move clothes and then try to grab the box and capture and all that stuff. So so he runs to the other side of the room, and I'm like, okay, this is it. You need to put the box on top of the squirrel. And yes. so she, so the, I get the squirrel to jump out, and just like in the movies, she throws the box in the air and screams. And I'm like, oh, geez. So I finally get it. It runs into the bathroom because it was dark in there. All the lights were on in the room except for the bathroom. Runs into the bathroom. I close the door and I start talking to this thing like I'm Snow White. Like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. We're just going to go outside, friend. And again, it's four in the morning, so cut me some slack. So oh. the door's closed and I finally get it trapped in a corner where, you know, you don't have the um, the toilet or the shower or uh, the, the vanity or anything like that. It's just in a corner and I, it, I had it there and it jumped into the box. I close up the box. Take it outside and I let it go, which was my mistake, because it still comes back. Oh, jeez! So now I have to hire you know somebody to come in. We wanted to do the the roof gutter thing where there's the protective thing. We've got lots of trees, so we get lots of leaves, and it clogs things up, and the water can back up. So right before Christmas, we're buying the gutter guard, and they're going to repair the hole in the roof. 
um, just to make sure the squirrel doesn't come back. So right before <laughs> Christmas, that's what I want to be spending my money on. Oh, no wonder why you haven't been able to spend your money on other yeah. things. Star Wars stuff. Yeah. You got to take care of the squirrel. Did that uh, name I gave you work out? Yes. They're, they're coming out to take care of that. Thank you. Awesome. No problem. We did a quick Google search to uh, comparatively cost analysis, and that was like right on the low end of things. And, you know, you trust your neighbor, so we're good. Right. Yeah. If it's the same person that they work to my house, uh, they'll do a good job. Plus, you know, my neighbor's not going to leave you guys wrong. No, no. So the only thing that I really picked up this week was that Walmart exclusive uh, Micro Galaxy Squadron set with the TIE Fighter and the X-Wing and the stands. Uh huh. I come home and I'm like, yes, I get to look at this thing. And I see that the bo- it came in a box. So I'm like, Walmart box, great. But the tape in the box had cracked. Like someone had pushed down onto the box and Uh-oh. sliced open the tape. Uh-huh. So I pull it out of the box. It looks fine. And then I get a closer look and it's the plastic on it has shattered oh my God. on the top in the corner. And like, there's a piece of plastic missing and oh. I mean, box collector. So it's like, I'm just going to order oh. a new one and return this one. Damn. That sucks, dude. Yeah. That really stinks. Um, I picked up the, uh, well, how does that set? Well, you didn't open it up. So you have no, and you're not, planning on opening it up so you have no real reports on how the stands are or anything right now um i guess i could open this one and check it out i was gonna plan <laughs> on returning it but you know i don't know that's the only reason why i would buy that set is for the stands because those stands look awesome that's a, that's the main thing that i hear about this line is that people want stands um that's like the one complaint everybody seems to love it they just want stands because when you display your x-wing you always have to display with the wings closed. You can't have the X out like it's in battle. Mine's standing there with the X out, but well, it's just sitting there. Yeah, it's, it's not just sitting doing, there. Like it's right. not banking or up in the air or anything like that. You could do that with the action fleet. You can't do that with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? I the only thing I picked up this week really is uh, has to do with Micro Galaxy Squadron. Also. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I picked up the uh, Bo-Katan starship, and that is a pretty badass starship. Uh, I, dude, the more I play with that thing, the more that I I see that starship, the the quicker it's fighting the the place for like Slave One and the Snow Speeder are kind of always been my favorite ships, but that one is quickly becoming my favorite ship just because of everything that it it it, uh, it does. It's just a cool ship. The way it lands, the wings flop up, and it'll land, and then it'll do a three sixty. Um, you know, the wings yeah. will spin 360 and stuff on it. They did a great job with it. I do think the scale, people are saying the scale may be a bit off. And, you know, when uh, Max was on here, he did admit that the scale was off on that because, yeah. you know, they got to keep costs down because I wouldn't pay. I mean, truthfully, I wouldn't pay $30 for that ship. I'd pay 15. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And they would have to do a lot more play features. And then you're probably right. Then you're looking at a 30 to $40 ship, which is, would be a little bit harder sell than $15. So, um, but yeah, it's a badass ship. It's kind of tricky to get the wings to spin, but it's a, it's a, I don't, I, bittersweet. I don't know what it's, it's an ox. I don't know. You got to fight with, you don't want the wings to freely spin, you know, when you're flying it, but you want to be able to spin them a little bit. So it, it, the play features aren't a hundred percent. I don't think, but I think they do a good job of everything locks in place and everything's nice and tight. I would rather it be that way and it'd be a little bit hard to spin than it just sit there and spin freely and look weird while mm-hmm. you're playing with it. 
Plus, I don't really play with it. It's sitting on my shelf uh, collecting dust, but it's still a badass ship. Yeah. And, and I guess the thing that throws me off with the the bulk in any any version of the Bo Katan ship is when you see it on the Mandalorian, they there's like a cargo bay in it and they put Mandalorian to have other Mandalorians in it. And you never see that on any version of this ship. So I think that's what's throwing people off. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. Where at least with the slave one, you get to see a cargo bay, which I think this slave one, the micro collection slave one, micro galaxy squadron, and in this version, the um TVC. TVC version of the newer TVC version is probably some of the best slave ones because you do have that that cargo bay in it. Yeah. So. It's fun. Yeah, Star Wars ships, they look cool, but they're just really impractical. <laughs> it's like, who would design a ship to look <laughs> like that? I mean, if there's there's like a meme or something. It's like as soon as the X-Wings open their foils, they shouldn't fly right. They shouldn't fly opening the foils like that. Well, <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> it's not? What? Star Wars isn't real. real, Jason? It's all fake. Oh, my God. I thought it was real. Dude, but do it you looks know, cool. And that's the know, important thing. Do you know that Mark Hamill never saw a Star Wars movie before he acted in one? That's that's insane. I can't believe that statistic. What a, what a jerk. He is, man. What the hell? Mark, Every actor should do their homework. They should see at least something before. Yes. They act in the property, so... <laughs> Dude, I had a couple of beers, so I'm feeling loose right now, so I'm good. Oh, I had nothing, so I'm feeling good right now. Hey, yeah. Good. Dude, I had, uh, we went down to St. George Island last weekend, and uh, we went to a brewery. It's like Oyster Brewing or something. Oyster, I don't remember what the name is in front of me because I can't remember anything. Uh, and they had a beer that I liked, but they didn't sell it in cans, and the only way to buy it was like a 32-ounce growler. Yeah. And you got to drink all of that when you pop it. So I popped <laughs> you it. You have to. You have to because it'll go bad. That's the Third Amendment right there. You got to drink the whole thing as soon as you pop it. Otherwise, you're going to go to jail. Right, exactly. So I had it's been about an hour, but I'm still it's starting to wear off, but I'm still feeling good. Well, good. Yeah. Hopefully you still feel good at the end of this episode. I hope I do, too. This it's called the gobble box. It was like a 7.2 or something. So awesome. Yeah, it was a double box. It was a double box. So it's box are hard to find down here. And to find one in South Florida or North Florida, South, it was St. George Island was like, it's like North Florida, South Alabama, Georgia area. So it's, it's really weird, but to find one in that area was, was pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. And I also picked up the, um, Django Fett slave one because target just has given those things away for like 15 bucks. And yeah. yeah. I finally found, I finally was on target app and they were like $15. Like, you know what? I got a red card. I get free shipping and five percent off. So why not? F it, right? F it. That's my. Uh, that was <laughs> my. Uh, That's your thing. My thing. My my quote this year was F it, and it got me into some big trouble. Money wise. Yeah, lots of good trouble though. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Dude, um, and then uh, yeah. So is there is there any news or I don't know, but you know I'm I'm gonna skip because we're we're gonna talk about our like number our best finds this year. And then the Ryan post in the group, and then I'm like, I gotta find five more finds. So it's it's just totally different. Yay! Yeah, and Ryan just posted <laughs> top five. Yeah, your top five collectibles. So we got that. But then we are, we're also talking about just the things we accumulated this year. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I do have some news. I do have a couple of things to discuss. Yeah, let's discuss. Did we discuss the Jedi Survivor trailer? 
last week. I think we might have skipped that. Um, not really. No, we did not. I think we did skip it. Wampas. I saw that. That's awesome. Fighting Wampa. Fighting Wampa, dude. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And I like the move where Cal was able to like flip around the stormtrooper and use him as like a human shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that game. I I think I played it too fast because I played it like a. Uh, I looked at it like the story mode was like, dude, I got to get through it to see what's going on with the story mode. So I played it too fast, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a fun game. And the thing that I don't, I'm not happy about this game, but you know what's happening is that you're going to have to buy a next-gen console. Do you? Because I was looking at the pre-orders and I couldn't tell if it was Xbox One. They had like some other Xbox. And I'm like, does that mean I have to upgrade to another Xbox to buy this? I think you're going to have to. I just want to switch to play uh, the new Zelda game that comes out in the mar- in March. Yeah. I don't want to have to buy another console for Jedi Survivor. I'm willing to wait for that. I'm not willing to wait for Zelda. Yeah. So that Zelda's, yeah, Zelda's a Nintendo property, right? Yeah. We have a Switch in the house. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, yeah. I And I got really excited because I was looking, one toy store has a, they were having like a package and it was $300. And I was like, wow, 300 bucks is that, if that's for the game in the Xbox or game in the PlayStation, game in the console, I I can justify that, you know. It's, but it was with a uh, Calcastus lightsaber and like some kind of special box and stuff. Yeah, and there was like a Han Solo blaster was also part of that. And I'm just—is that really worth an extra twenty bucks? The Han Solo blaster or the because yeah, I... like the extras, I think, are very like. I could be mistaken, but I thought the extras were very minuscule. Like you get a Han Solo blaster and an extra lightsaber for the game, like add-ons or something. Yeah, like there's the eight, that was the other thing. The price of the game was like eighty bucks. Are you kidding me? Oh, maybe I should pull it up just to triple check. I would not doubt that with it being a next-gen game, because you know you're you're paying fifty or sixty bucks for a PS5 or four game. Jason's yeah. looking on his yeah on his Best phone. Buy doc. <laughs> Best B E S T B U I. I put best butt, but it corrected <laughs> itself to best buy. Thank you very much, Jedi Survivor. <laughs> so, and nothing came up with bestbutt.com. No. Nothing. Yeah, wow. so PS5 is 90 bucks. That's the deluxe version. Okay. PS5 regular is 70 bucks. So for 10, 20 extra bucks, you get like probably an extra blast or something. Then there's Xbox Series X. Is that the next gen? I get. I don't know Xboxes, dude. I'll have to ask my son. But yeah, it's like seventy bucks for this game, or eighty bucks for the deluxe, or ninety bucks, excuse me, for the deluxe version. So that's just a lot of money, dude. It all these games. Oh, I'm so happy that I'm. Uh, I don't play games that often. You know, I play one game. But the game looks good. I just, I mean, I have to invest into another system, I guess. I would hope that when the game came out, that it would be a big enough game. Cause I know when like Battlefront 2 came out, you could buy the PS2 or PS, what was it, PS4 with yeah. Battlefront on it. So I'm hoping they do something like that. <clears throat> yeah. Did you see all the news about like uh, the DC universe and all the crap that's going down there? That the, uh, we're not going to have that beautiful man playing uh, Superman anymore. 
Yeah, Henry Cavill. That broke my heart. But yeah, they're going to start fresh. But the reason I bring this up because Patty Jenkins is not doing Wonder Woman 3 anymore. Yeah. She left Rogue Squadron to do Wonder Woman 3. And so she le- she released a statement and it said, I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long and productive development process when it became clear it couldn't happen soon enough. And I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to Rogue One after Woman- Wonder Woman 3, which I was honored to do, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I'm still on it. The project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it'll happen or not. We never do... We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential ahead. So maybe that means she's coming back to the Star Wars universe to make her project. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want Top Gun in space with X-Wings? I do. Yeah. I, I think it would be a cool movie. I, I, I And it's just like with Andor. I'm going to throw it in there with Andor. It's stuff we hadn't seen in the Star Wars universe yet. And we've yeah. never seen it. It's always been from the Sky Skywalker point of view. Um, and it, I think it'd be cool to get it from that point of view. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we we, um, we, shall, we shall see. What? Nothing. We shall, we shall see. We shall I'm see. trying to be a good podcaster and disagree with you and be like, right, that. right. right. Yeah. Um, I also went to Action Figure Four One One and I picked. I don't want to do like price guides, even though this uh-huh. is kind of a price guide. But I went through the highs and lows for each item. Uh, each what do they call it? They don't call it brand. What is it? What is expression? Each expression of the brand. You don't hear it. I've never heard that before. Hasbro calls it all the time. Maybe because I don't watch the Hasbro live Uh, stuff. Yeah. Each time they they call like the Black Series, the Black Series expression. It's like an expression of the Star Wars brand. Dude, I just wait for the emails to come out and then I read it or I watch for people to post on uh, Facebook, which is probably what I should be doing. So. Yeah, for Black Series, you know, I tried, what I tried to do is try to find the things you could go into the store at one point and buy and how much those are worth. Okay. So Action Figure 4-in-1 again uh, goes through eBay. It kind of logs all of the um, the prices of the items as they've been purchased. And so I was able to pick, you know, the, the highest and the lowest based on their system. So the highest was the Anakin Black series like the original one number 12 for 98 dollars so that uh-huh. that was like the 2013 one and then there was the 90 uh number 94 the white box mando that was the first release first day thing that's about 110 dollars that's really come down yeah and then x-wing celebration luke is 140 okay any guess on the cheapest action figure in the black series uh would it be that dude the uh, dude with a saucer on his head, Constable Zuvio. Yes, no, it's not actually really. Yeah, it's actually Cassian Andor, huh? Number 23 for about 70, 70, sorry, seven dollars and 94 cents. Now, is this the first release of him? Yeah, before they did the face painting, this is I like Rogue One six t- years ago. Totally understand why they did that because that's the one that they eventually marked down to like a penny, yeah, three cents. And- three cents yep <laughs> so, i got that at walmart for three cents dude i picked up so many things at walmart i, I finally found one at, at a walmart i was like i will take all of these for three cents yeah. uh but yeah that face sculpt looked like crap so i can totally understand why it would be only seven dollars 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, the 30th anniversary collection. Okay. The cheapest figure is just the generic Naboo soldier who gets shot. And nobody knows who his name is. He's just a background character for $8. Jeez. The most expensive one is Darth Revan for $76. And were these in boxes or on cards? They're on cards. Okay. 30th anniversary is like, it's the one that's the line in the corner of my room. I don't know if you pay that attention but it's got the funky kind of cut to the card back and it's a good line it's one of my favorites because it's just they went so deep like that's the one with the animated boba fett um figure okay luke skywalker had like a i think he had the moisture tower with them and oh you're talking are you still talking black series or tv no no this is the 30th anniversary 3.75 i'm sorry okay that's what threw me man Okay. Yeah. That's that. Micro Galaxy Squadron, they're tracking that now. Oh, really? The most expensive one, any guess? Uh would it be the um the the uh, Galaxy's Edge Falcon? Yeah, it is. For $128. Wow. Well, that one starts off pretty big at cuz it's at Disney World, right? Yep. Yeah. It's probably like 40 bucks, 45, 50 something. There's the Disney tax that you got to pay for that. Yeah. The blue X-Wing, which was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. You mean TIE Fighter. Yes. <laughs> the translucent TIE Fighter. I really wish I'd have picked that up. I kind of had an opportunity, but it would have been like 100 bucks. But go ahead. What's that one going for? You're going to kick yourself after this. Yeah. It was limited to 500 It's selling for $431. Wow. And then the cheapest one. Any guesses? Are we talking the whole line, including the whole the, line? It's the... kind of surprising. Oh, really? Yeah, the cheapest one on eBay. Which oh. is it's crazy. Dude, you're throwing me because it's not throwing in the micro. I was asking about the blind boxes, but if it's not a blind box, would it just be like the X-Wing or a TIE Fighter? It's Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. Really? And the crazy thing is it's $22 on eBay. Uh-huh. I can go into the store right now and buy it for 18. Right. But it's I selling see, higher on eBay. I saw them at Walmart today. They had them yeah. at our Walmart. I don't get it. Which you know, I've started looking for I'm hoping because I'm hearing that season that series 2 is showing up and I'm finding you know, I'm finding like the Django Fett Slave 1 and I'm finding the Ark, the not the Ark, the uh whatever the L-A-T. Gun, yeah. That gunship. Yep. Um I don't know if I found the Marauder yet, but I'm not really looking for it. So if I'm seeing it, I'm blind to it. I haven't uh, seen it either. Uh, but I'm not haven't seen any of the uh, blind boxes, and I haven't seen any of anything else yet. But mm-hmm. I'm just hoping they start showing up soon. Um, let's jump to the vintage collection. Yes. Which figure in the vintage collection do you think is the most expensive? Does it have anything to do with the Boba Fett repaint? Nope. 
Oh, we got to talk about those. I forgot. Oh my god, those That's are horrible. The news, but we'll get to that in a minute. I got um, three more categories here. All right, so if we're gonna go most expensive, would we? Uh, it's gonna be an oddball character, dude, isn't it? Like a um. Gosh, I'm I suck at names, dude. So I wouldn't. I couldn't tell you. Hasbro our... re-released VC sixty six. Oh, is it? Yes. Salacious Crumb for seven hundred fifty dollars. Oh my god. Yes. Wow. What's the, the mouse, mouse droid? droid? Was, it was like five five hundred. Wow. Yes, I saw somebody had one on Deal or No Deal, and I, I feel really bad. Like all your like Grail pieces show up on Deal or No so Deal. Expensive. And they never show up. They always show up like back to back to back to back to back. They never yeah. show up where you have time to uh to Once recover. Once a quarter would be nice. A what? Once a quarter would be nice. No, but they don't do that because they no. show up like back to back, and, yeah. and it it's like, damn it. So that one is the most expensive vintage collection figure. Um, the least expensive one you could walk into Ollie's and grab right now. It's uh, VC one twenty two. Is it Ray? Ray Island Journey. I got that one right. Yep, you got it. Just because $8. you gave me that hint, Ollie's. Yes, eight dollars and twenty three cents is the average on. Do you on... do you think that's because they just released so many of them, or is people just over Ray? I think it's there's no demand for it because it's just available in Ollie's. There's so many of them, and it's you know eight dollars. No, nobody's really like stressing over it. So yeah. Two get two categories left. Okay, we're going to go to the retro collection, which is that new line that the repackaging vintage figures in. Ooh, the most expensive of that is is that finally Boba Fett? Nope, no, not Boba Fett. Nope. Is it in one of the prototypes? Yep. Uh, prototype Darth Vader. Yep, he's selling for one hundred and eight dollars. Wow. Yeah, I kept that long enough to realize I can get a hundred bucks out of them, and then I sold them. Because it's like he didn't plan. he didn't fit into anything, you know. I I kept the Boba Fett because I'm a Boba Fett guy, but as soon as I saw that Darth Vader go for a hundred bucks, I'm like, time to get rid of him. Yeah, and I'm just thinking like, there's 31 variants, and I know people who've collected all 31 variants. So think about how much money they're sitting on in those. Oh, so it doesn't matter the variant; it's just that no, it's figure. just that figure is 108 dollars. Wow, 108, and the uh, cheapest. Retro figure. Hello, uh, hey there. Hello there. No. 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 That's not his. That I'll that's not his line. But I'm that's trying not his to. Line. I'm trying to make it sound soulful, and I know that's not it's his not, line. No, get away from that. <laughs> it's not Lando. It's not Lando. Is it? Um. Gosh, maybe Leia. I'm trying to think what I've seen. Okay, so it's encompassing all. Of, it's so even like the Obi Wan Kenobi stuff. Even the Kenobi and the Mando stuff. Is it the Obi Wan? The the not the Obi the the yellow droid. Nope. I'm trying to think what I see. Oh, what about Reva? Is it Reva? Nope, not Reva. Is it's it... not available on the shelves right now. I'll give you that. Oh, I have spoken. Oh, really? It's Quill for six fifty. Wow. Oops. Finally, the. Uh... Hallmark ornaments. They track Hallmark ornaments, but they only really? go up to like. Yeah, they start from the, the beginning, but they go up to like 2012-ish. Okay, so they so don't have the newer ones. Yeah, so I just want to. Um, no, 2014. 2014. All right. Um, I don't know if this one was out in 14, but I'm going to say the Wampa. They did a bloody Wampa, and I know that was running like 400 bucks last time I saw it. 
No, that might be the case, uh, but it's not the most expensive one. There's one that's more expensive than There's that? There's one that's insanely expensive. <sighs> it is a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive as well. Oh, jeez. I don't know. That. Yeah, huh? we've got dead air. It's the 2013 Wrath of the Rancor. Okay. Where the Rancor is like holding Luke, and Luke's got the bone in his hand. Yes. About to shove it into his mouth. That one's going... For eight hundred and eighty-one dollars, wow! For an ornament, dude, but I'm still, I'm still mad. I missed out on the probe droid because I'm standing in line yeah. thinking I can buy the probe droid, and you get to the from that time because they had two windows you can go to, and I asked a lady, and she's like, "Yeah, we got plenty of them." And by the time I got to the second window, they were gone. Yeah, I should have yeah. bought one. Uh, <laughs> I regret it now. Yeah. So what's the least expensive? Least expensive was from 2005. It was a regular store release. Uh, Tie it advanced in the Falcon. So it's probably a miniature version of those. So it's only selling for 15 bucks. Hmm. I'd have to see a picture of that. It's like a they, two pack. Yeah, they made they made mini ones because people, I guess, are doing mini trees and those are ridiculous. Yeah, but that's that. That's all I have. We can talk about the re-releases because they have uh, the... The Black Series, they released, I don't have it in front of me, but there's the uh, Rebel Squadron. No, no, that's Rebel Squadron. God dang it. Let me pull it up. <laughs> Who would have that? Yak Face. You still feeling the buzz? I'm trying to add so we don't have dead air. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so this week they had the vintage collection bring home the bounty arc commander blitz. Wait, that's not right. Dang it. So the Gamorian Guard is a target exclusive for the 40th anniversary Black Series. He's gonna be in a deluxe figure, he's gonna come on the card back. Um, I love the Gamorrean Guard. That's one of my favorite Black Series action figures. That was like a no-brainer for me. I, I pre-ordered that. Why do you love him so? I think it's just a great figure. It's got lots of articulation. I like the mixture of... It's a bulky figure. It stands really well. It's very poseable. It's got the soft goods on the belly with the, the fur. Uh-huh. And that really stands out and makes... It adds to the silhouette. And then his mouth, like I, I said before, his mouth opens up, so... You can hold an axe up, tilt his head back, and drop that jaw open, and it looks like he's letting out a war cry. Like that is when they add that mouth articulation in the Black Series, it just kind of adds that extra oomph to it. Yeah, Uh, it was Republic Commando is the name of the game I was thinking of with Scorch. That figure is being released as a GameStop exclusive in the United States. I really like that game. I wish they would remaster that and re-release it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other one was a TVC uh, Target exclusive. It was Boba Fett uh, comic art, vintage comics, and then more of a modern take on the comics. And it's the same mold that we've got uh, four times at least this year because there was the Bo- uh, the droids version. There was the vintage version where they took that mold and they painted the vintage Boba Fett colors from Kenner. And now we've getting the same thing, but it's like two on the same day. 
I say all this because I'm a sucker for that comic art stuff. And Ryan has and Ryan has a black series, Boba Fett, and I think it's a Django Fett in his room. And out of everything there, before I leave, I always have to check it out because it's such a great custom. And I'm a sucker for this. But I'm like, in five years, if this line dies, we're going to look back on these two guys and say, this was the beginning of the end. <laughs> How many did you buy? Both Just of them? One. Just one, yeah, one of each. Yeah, um, it irked me about how expensive those things were because yeah. they were wanting what, like 22, 23 bucks each for them. They're 22, blah, 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 94, uh, or something like that. Dude, those really should have been like 15 bucks. If they would have been $15, I'd have pre ordered them. But because they were $22, it that's a black, that, it's still in my mind that's a black series figure. And unless it's, oh my God, that I want to have it, um, I'm not going to buy it. I, and I don't know. Part of me now that you're you're finding you were able to find the you know they did the pre-orders for the droids ones and you were able to find them on the shelves a few months later. You know if yeah. you just were patient. Yeah, the other thing that kind of irks me about the vintage collection, these new figures, is that during the initial run, they went out of their way to make sure that this represented the the realistic version of the figure, so that when they made Ahsoka. They made her look like she'd be in the real world. It wasn't a repack of the animated look of her. Uh -huh. uh, when they did Anakin and, and Obi-Wan from the Clone Wars, same thing. They redid it so it looks like Anakin's in his Clone Wars outfit, but it is Hayden Christensen. And they went to um, a design company to design the card back so it looks like the actors. They photoshopped Anakin looking like Clone Wars Anakin. They photoshopped Obi-Wan looking like Clone Wars Obi-Wan. And finally... Ahsoka, they made a realistic version, which was kind of controversial at the time because nobody had seen Ahsoka as like a real world character. Right. And so, but they were they were adamant that the vintage collection was real. And so this is what we're going to do. And they're still, you know, they're still following, however, this comic book stuff, it's not real anymore. And it's the card back doesn't look like a realistic version of Boba Fett anymore. Uh, they had that Clone Wars version of the card back. Uh, it was a Walmart exclusive from uh, the Tartakovsky uh, version of the Clone Wars. I love that art. I love how it looks in the card back. It just doesn't go with everything else that you know went in that line. So it's just there's too many devi deviations from what they set out to do. And that's why I'm saying in five years we can look back and I think we're going to say this is where it started to take a turn. Yeah. Dude, I think that, I mean, I, I have to agree with you because I really do think that that um, toy land, they may, they may be, uh, it may be going to the way of the dinosaur um, because I think people with it, with them raising the prices to be almost as much as a Black Series figure and with the uh, release of the retro line, it's it's sort of in a, in a void, you know? Um, I think the Black Series... Um, is just a, still a better figure. I know people will be mad at me for that, but for my money, it's always been Black Series. Um, and when it starts getting into that $22, $25 range, uh, why would I waste my money on that? Yeah. And it, it just, it blows my mind. Yes, I know inflation is real, but it blows my mind that a year ago, you can buy one of those figures for $12. But now they're wanting 22 Yeah. Well, this is a store exclusive, so it doesn't represent the actual cost, but just like, Still 16 17, 17 bucks for an action figure, but I 
do think that this line is probably going to go away at some point. The mm-hmm. vintage collection, they're going to rest it. Which Dude, would I would... I'm sorry. I would still pay at $16. I'd pay $16 for that Boba Fett, but I'm not going to go out of my way. It just, I don't know. It. I'm sorry, but I'm one of those guys that I add shipping and that cost. If I've got to pay $8 for shipping, then I'm paying, you know, a $16 figure you're paying $25 for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have another funny story. I'll tell you in a minute. I've... Yes. It just popped in my brain, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. It's getting, it's a lot. And it's like, what is the, what is the breaking point? Cause I never thought I'd be paying 20 bucks for a vintage collection figure when I'm, when I was paying 20 bucks for a black series figure. Yeah. And now it's just like, well, what's going on? And then th- it just feels lazy. It feels like some executive went this year. I want you guys to be creative and I want you to use a mold three times but create three different figures, which is something an executive might say. Right. So the design team goes, okay, well, Boba Fett's popular, so we can go with Boba Fett. <clears throat> Everybody loves the vintage figure, so we can go with that. Let's paint them that. People love comic books. Let's do that. You know, Let's I do- can I can agree with them doing a vintage version of Boba Fett, but then when it comes to the comic books, it is getting ridiculous. Um, and then I also, but, but it's like, dude, if that's, at least they're going, okay, Here's a reference, and this is why we're doing it. They're not just pulling it out their ass. You know, yeah. they're I mean, they kind of are, but they're going, this is a reference to it. We can go to this comic book and say he was this color in this comic book, or he was this color. And, and part of me is like, well, why wouldn't you do like a Django? Or why wouldn't you do the the Django cat or the yellow? The, there was another guy that did the judo, judo cast. Yeah, or something judo like chop. that. Yeah, something. <laughs> I lost you for a second there. Judo you know, chop. <laughs> but but you know what I mean? There was a guy that wore Boba. Why don't they do different Mandos? I mean, I guess they have, but, you know, I just, I don't know. The, the whole thing is vote with your wallet, and but, you know, you were supporting. I, and, I, and I support you supporting the figure because it's a cool figure. I just, at this point, uh, I don't have the room for it. I have no need for it, and I'm trying to yeah. watch trying to watch my money a little bit. I'd rather spend my money on, on other things. Yep, I completely understand that. Like, like Micro Micro Galaxy Squadron. Yeah, I'd be okay with them retiring the line. Yeah. And that way I can go back and get all the stuff that I want. Yeah, I yeah, I just make like one or two purchases a year instead of getting the small things throughout the year. Right. And and then and I I know we, we keep harking on the Micro Galaxy Squadron. If you're gonna give me twenty dollars, <laughs> I can go buy a micro galaxy squadron ship or I can buy a TVC. It's going to be Micro Galaxy all day long because you get so much more playability and the detail is incredible on those ships. And it just, I I think, I think that line is a breath of fresh air that a lot, people are realizing what it is, but I think it's getting missed by a lot of people too. Yeah. Um, I think people need to meet, need to discover that line because it is an incredible line. It's a great line. And it's, 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 I like it a lot. It's, dude, it's filling a void that, we have had in the star Wars universe where, you know, ships have never been like, you know, never been a forefront, never been in the forefront. And now they are. Well, I wouldn't say never because during the action, <laughs> I'm just joking. We can move on. <laughs> you know what Pulling I mean? Action chain. fleet. I know it's been a while since we've had a vehicle focused line. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying is how long action fleets 20 years old. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. So it's been forever since we've had, you know, an action fleet was cool. The macro line, the, uh, 
the little, I mean, they, they had the big ships, they had the little ships. They were, it was a great line. I've got some of them. Um, yeah. So you so. can't argue with that. But these, the, I think these step it up like five notches. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, um, before we other- go, yeah, finish the news, but before we go in the topic, I've got a couple of stories that I keep forgetting. Yeah, I've got a about. story too. I'm done with the topic. I'm done uh, with the news. You're done with the news. So tell me your yeah. story and I'll tell you mine. My uh, daughter had a bunch of friends over and she's, she's anti-Star Wars. She's the older one. She got accepted to a college this week. That's awesome. She, um, she had some friends over for a party. And so it was like in the afternoon. So I was like working from home and the kids were down there and it suddenly got real quiet. I'm like, I know where they are. So I pull up my, my phone and I'm watching this on my, my security camera uh-huh. watching the kids are just like whoa this is this is pretty cool they don't know where to look and they see lightsabers on the ground like Uh-oh. can we play with the lightsabers and my wife my, my wife my daughter's like no no get out of the room get out of here get go kid stop making my dad cool but i'm like out of everything that they're looking at in that room if the thing that really attracts them are the four dollar five dollar walmart lightsabers i'm i'm good with that right they can go play with the lightsabers outside and stop looking at the rest of the room because they don't know what's in there. <laughs> and and I think that's where people are. They like playing with stuff, and yeah. they'll, they'll they know that they can touch the four dollar lightsaber, where they're not can't touch the hundred and fifty dollar lightsaber. So yeah, you're good. So um yeah, I keep wanting to bring this up, and I keep forgetting, and it, it falls into the Hugh and McGregor talk of last week, and you running after him um with your camera yeah so when i was getting my wampa tattoo we were, i was having a conversation with the artist and one time i walked i was because i all th- throughout the weekend i kept trying to run into her after the tattoo to see what she thought about it and every time i went there she was she was busy and one morning i went there before the show opened and she was getting a tattoo and we were talking about it and she goes oh yeah that was the day hugh and mcgregor was on the floor and i'm getting my tattoo and i look up and hugh and mcgregor's watching me watching it happen wait what she so they were doing because every morning she's watching you no 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 he's watching her get the tattoo oh okay okay so she's getting a tattoo with hugh and mcgregor watching her yeah like going what are you getting how's it going and like the sea parted of people watching her get and there's hugh and mcgregor and she's just like holy crap she's probably like holy crap he's more handsome in person than i imagine (laughs) look at those blue eyes oh yeah She's just like, yeah, the tattoo artist forgot what he was doing. And so it was just, it was just, yeah, I thought you didn't. That's one handsome dude. I have to say, like, (laughs) I'm not attracted to men, but I was struck by how handsome that dude was. (laughs) That's one good looking dude. He looks better in person than he does in the movies. (laughs) And then I've got another, so I've got there. Yeah. Now that we, now I can break through the awkwardness. But I've been I got the the Lego um advent calendar and I sent you a picture of this, but the there's a Darth Vader with a uh t-shirt, a sweat, not a sweat, what are they called? Tank top on. And it's uh it's got scarif on it. It's like the background of scarif done like in an airbrush t-shirt. I sent you a picture. I don't remember. I'm looking, I'm going back. Did you send it, it to me or did you yeah. send it to the group? No, I sent it to you. I'm not like certain people that send five pictures and then post it. I'm I'm looking back. I don't remember. So, anyways, continue your story. So it's just it was just a funny it, the the Lego. It was just a a Darth Vader in a beach vibe Scarif. with Scarif on the background, looking like he just came back. Oh from yes. Panama City. 
Yeah. Okay. I skipped right over it because I was looking at the um. You were you were seduced stuff. by Bo Katan. Yeah. And her dude, that Bo Katan is an amazing figure. I think that Bo Katan's probably one of the better figures they put out. Uh, just because there's like four or five paint apps on that thing. It looks sturdy too. It looks like it's got sturdy legs and uh, it doesn't look like an earthquake earthquake would knock it over. It looks like a pretty sturdy figure. Yeah, that Bo-Katan, that whole ship, just that whole release, just, yeah, it's a good looking release. Good looking figure, ship or whatever you want to call it. Is that is that ship better looking than you and McGregor, would you say? <laughs> no. No, okay. No. He goes, you and McGregor would look at you and go, hello there. And that ship would look at you. <laughs> that ship would look at you and go pew 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 pew. And I yeah, think hello if you had there. said hello there to me, I would have crapped my pants right there <laughs> on the floor. He's probably so. T- he probably should have just been walking around the, the the whole studio, the the whole convention, just going hello there. I would have fainted. There. Yeah, hello there. <laughs> hello there. Hello there. <laughs> and everybody would be like, oh my god! You didn't send people faint. And, oh, that would have been glorious. I I would have paid to see you faint. Um. <laughs> When Hugh and McGregor said, hello there, Jason, you're going to, I'm going to charge you $300 for an autograph and you're not about <sighs> even going to look up for the paper. Yeah. He was tired. I could see it in his eyes. Oh, you know, he suck looked it at up, me buttercup. He, he communicated to me that he was exhausted and then he needed a back rub and I was going to give him back. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> if you only knew how many times I heard hello there today, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How many times have I signed hello there and I charged somebody $100 to put hello there, you and McGregor? Yep. Charge an yep. extra 100 bucks for that. But I got to wonder how much, how much, uh, you know, repops taken from those things. Cause I don't know what he's charging for an autograph at a, at another show. Cause I, you were, he did a bunch of shows this year. And like every other show he did, he they were doing props and they were it looked like he had more time but maybe because it was a bunch of star wars nerds that read pop didn't want to deal with it maybe that's possible i wish i that was one of my regrets is not getting a poster beforehand and then it was like the night that i got his autograph i found a poster at a sale it's like where were you a couple hours ago i wanted the poster to sign (sighs) hello there jason you're gonna buy me later That's Anyways. more an Australian accent, not an English yeah, accent. Yeah, good day, mate. Good day, mate. I'm Australian today. We're Australian. Hello there. Hello there, Jay. Gotta get a little bit of redneck in there too. I can't I can't go there. Can't go there, Jason. Jason, Anyways. I can't do it. Can't do it. Nope. 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 Anyways. Anywho. So you want to talk about Did I lose favorite you? collectibles that we picked up? Hello? Hello, Hello? there. <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Jason. I lost Hello you. There. Hello there. How's it going? <laughs> How you going? Gonna, we just lost half our audience because they're like, God damn it. Shut up. <laughs> uh, just just for those keeping a score at home, I am sober. <laughs> this is how I am normally. Anyways. I'm, I'm sobering up myself, so I'm good. Top things that we picked up this year. Yes. I'm going to start with the display cases. I did not even think about that. I have to add yeah. that. Yes. I have to <laughs> Dude, this year. Like I said last week, this year has been such a crazy year. It's like we fit three things worth of crap, three years worth of stuff in one year. Yeah. Each quarter was like a year. Like the first three months was a year. Yeah. It, it's it been, oh, geez. It's like, oh yeah, we went to California. 
in June in, or whatever. I'm like, holy crap, we went to California this year. Yeah, Celebration yeah. was this year. Yeah. My God. I came back with COVID. You didn't. I did, dude. You've got superior genes. I really do. That's you know when I I haven't gotten a physical in forever, but last time I got the physical, the doctor was like, you know, for you being overweight, you you're really healthy. I'm like, thanks, doctor. Yeah, the doctor said I need to lose weight. That'll be a 2023 thing. Yeah, I gotta lose some weight too. I go to the gym, but I put in like 20, 30 minutes on the on the on the uh, bike, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. It's like, dude, you need to do more. I'm like, no, I don't want to do more, but you got it. I think I need to. But yeah, the display cases were like a game changer. I completely redid my room because of the display cases. And uh, I think it just kind of elevated it. And, and I don't want to sound obnoxious saying my collection's been elevated, but it does. It feels there's some sort of museum element to the room now. So I, I yeah, I, I just to, to feed off of that. It's like when you get a good display case or when you when you put the money into because people kind of poo poo on. I don't want you know, I just spent thousands of dollars on this collection why would i want to spend hundreds of hundreds of dollars on a display case it's like dude once you do it once you buy the you know the acrylic stands or whatever and then the right case the, the right uh the stands and then the 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 i call them stands the risers and then the right stands and everything it just elevates your collection so yeah. you know if Truthfully, if, if, if I could give somebody some advice, if you were going to buy more stuff or buy collect, buy cases and displays, I would buy displays because it just elevates everything. Yes. Oh, geez. Where do I start, man? Um, cause you, um, you know, it, it is, like I said, dude, it is such a crazy year. Um, you know what I'm just going to throw out there. I'm going to throw out that I picked up a dark saber, which, uh, I was pretty excited about. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Black Series one? Yeah, the Black Series Darksaber, which I'd kind of been hunting for one for a minute, and then I went in the back room with Second Chance, and there it was. So, And, Yay for... and you said, when you saw it, you said, F it, I'm buying F it. it. <laughs> yeah, I said, dude, actually, I was going to fight Chance for it, and he said, dude, I'm not fighting you. Fight Elijah. And then Elijah just looked at me and go, dude, you're effing crazy, and walked away. And you got it, so you won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, my next one is kind of small. It's not anything that's worth lots of money, but there's a lot of sentimental value to it because I remember specifically this piece and playing with it as a kid and kind of feeling a little like disappointed when I was done. It was the Presto Magic Return of the Jedi uh, Endor Bunker set. Oh. We picked that up at the AVT garage sale, if you remember that, at the start of the year. Was, was that? Oh, my was this that free, this year? That, that was, was this, this year, year too? This, yeah, this thing, see? And, <laughs> and it was like, it was freezing cold, but I saw it. I opened it up and all the contents are in it. It's been unused. I remember having this specific thing and I remember like Leia Bausch is part of the set so you could like scribble on Leia Bausch on Endor. Um, But it was nostalgic. I, I, I remember... The other thing, I remember being done with it. I'm like, now what do I do with it? I guess I throw it out. <laughs> right. Because I'm done playing and scribbling on it. But yeah, that's something I picked up and uh, for nostalgic reasons. And I'm glad I have that. It's all in used and in box. Dude, I thought that. Dude, now you're just like, you're messing with me because now it's like, I've got so much more stuff I could because I totally forgot that was the start of this year. I mean, that that's was the how. Start of this year. Wow. Dude. Imagine what 2023 is going to be like. Oh, dude, I hope 2023 is as good as 2022, man. Wow. 
Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on, right along. Um, that, that, dude, that yard sale was epic, man. Uh, and I don't know if they're ever going to have a yard sale like that again because it, it was just, they had so much epic stuff at that yard sale. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. I put the dark saber. I'm going to put, uh, I got a Galactic Heroes green card. That was something, uh, that I had, um, on my list was to have a green card where, and for those of you that don't know, it's like a sign off sample, basically that, um, they would send to whoever, um, whatever the manufacturer they would send to the, to get approval. And then they'd write off, they check off, okay, fix this, this, and this, or this is good to go. And then they'll put a green card on it back of it. And uh, I picked up one of those. I picked up a, uh, uh, galactic hero snow speeder with a green card on the back of it. So that was kind of a cool pickup for me. I picked up a bunch of those, but none of those are part of my list for some reason. <laughs> I got some I, micro machine green cards, but that's just not part of it. Right. I, I've been kind of wanting one and it just, it was, I didn't want to buy them just to buy them. I wanted to buy a specific piece or a piece that meant something to me. Which two characters again? No, it's the snow speeder. Snow speeder. Okay. It's yeah, a that's something else I picked up. That, yeah, it's a vehicle. It's the snow speeder. You also got that action fleet mock-up too. Yeah. This year. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the Razor Crest came at the beginning of the year. And that's an amazing vehicle. Dude, I forgot about my Razor Crest. Yeah, it's the HasLab Razor Crest. That finally came. Even though it no longer exists in canon, it's still existing in our hearts that and was in our the collections. Ultimate troll by uh, Dave Filoni or whoever. That was like, good job. Because it's yeah, like as soon as the the thing ended. Okay, let's blow it up. And then, yeah, it ended and two days later it blew up. It's like everybody knew. It was like the only time that HasLab communicated with Lucasfilm and they were like, all right, we got to end the crowdsourcing two days before this because it blows up this week. Because if yeah. they would have done that with the Rancor, we would be talking about how awesome our Rancors were or <laughs> something. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I such did... a well-designed I... ship. Oh, I love it is an amazing ship, dude. Um, Tons of I bought, detail. Yeah, I bought mine secondhand, and so I paid up for it, but it was even what I paid for it secondhand. It, it's an amazing ship. Yeah. I don't feel bad paying for what I did, you know? Yep. It was really good. Yeah. It, uh, it, uh, yeah, it goes right up there with the uh, Java sail barge with the uh, detail. But um Ooh, let me see. Now, these are in no certain order. I'm just kind of throwing this out there. But uh, um, as far as like the scheme of things of stuff I picked up, you know what? Uh, this is, uh, I picked up a, a brown belt. I think it's a brown belt Taiwan Fet from Second Chance. So that was kind of cool. And it's not something I, that I was really, No. it kind of fell in my lap. And, you know, then I had it, had it graded and it graded in 85. So it's kind of cool. It's a cool piece to have in my collection. Yeah. It's a nice looking figure. Yeah, I, I bought it because it was clean and um I, I didn't the Taiwan, the fact that it was a Taiwan was like an added bonus, and the fact that it was a brown belt was an added bonus, which I can turn around. When you tell me your thing, I'm gonna turn around and look. But um yeah, the fact of the the number one, it was a clean fet, and number two and three and four, the fact that everything just kind of added up to it being a rare fet just adds to the nostalgia of it, of the pickup. Yeah. 
mine mine is the vintage collection archive edition book and there's a couple cool things about that when i first came to georgia um that like the month later that kickstarter thing started the whole kickstarter campaign and i was like one of the first 24 23 something like that i was the 23rd person to back it mm-hmm. and so like i knew no one so it's just kind of interesting that i knew no one in georgia um i just started yeah i'll kickstart that book i've never kickstarted a book before so let's do that and so over time i've gotten to know myself in the community i got to know the community itself and myself that wasn't a slip um (laughs) but then i started helping out with the book and making friends um involved with the book and it's just going from the start to finish and never when i kick-started the book i never thought i'd be helping pack the book and mail the book and packing in things and going to conventions power con and helping sell the book i sold maybe five or six books to people who weren't not going to buy it they were just I don't know. Well, this is great. So, the, the whole vintage collection book, like my involvement, has been very minimal, but I've enjoyed every second of it. That book has kind of—I don't want to say a, a catalyst isn't the right word. I'm looking, but a springboard is more. It's just amazing what's happened with that book this year. Um, yeah. You know, as far as with the club involvement and your involvement and. Uh, you know, there's been opportunities with that book that we, I would have never thought uh, we would have had, Yeah. you know, I mean, you and, and Jerry and Jerry. I, the Narayan. Yeah. Narayan went and helped one day. Yeah. So, you know, just the fact that, uh, you know, members of the club was able to help out with that book was, was, is amazing, you know, so it's a cool experience and it's right in our backyard and it's just, you know, making friends and, and getting out there. I did get the salacious crumb proof page. Of course you would sign off sample. Yeah, you'd, you'd been like, I want, I want scalacious scrum I, and scalacious scrum, scrum, crumb. I want that crumb bastard right now. I can't get, get the figure, else. but I want that proof page. <laughs> Did he look at dude? And, and oh, dude, I'm sorry, but the, when you told that girl at Hasbro the redhead, you were like, re-release 66. She just kind of looked at you like, nerd. Oh. Yeah, what are you talking about, nerd? <laughs> Leave me alone, you nerd. Yeah. Can we, like, you guys like repackaging things. Can, can you repackage this one, please? <laughs> Anyways. um, You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna head up the uh, Taiwan FET with the DT Luke that I picked up at uh, Toylana. It was just another one of those pieces that kind of fell in my lap. That I, it, it, it was sort of on my radar, but not like, oh, I got to have a DT Luke. Um and it was already been graded. And, and uh, so it's just sort of, I think it's a milestone piece, sort of like the same thing, like a, a vinyl Cape Jawa and a blue snag. It's just something that I think every, everybody, er, learn, learn, you know, everybody needs to check it off their list. You know, it's on your list and it, it may take you years to check it off, but you know, I was able to pick one up this year. So that was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. That DT is that's on my list for someday, but not anytime soon. I'm yeah. very lucky that my focus is not Kenner. I, I love that stuff, and I'll get the regular stuff. But my focus is not Kenner. It's the Action Fleet Micro Machines Galoob stuff, which is like the same price as the Kenner stuff 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. So, like, I can pick up, like I did this year, I picked up uh, the that Action Fleet sheet, the uncut sheet. Yeah. For like 
70 bucks, which would have been the price of a Kenner piece 30, 35 years ago, but not today. You're I don't right, have no. the money for that, but <laughs> I'm able to pick it up. And that's actually one of the things that it put on here is that uncut action fleet card sheet thing. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, and you're, you're kind of, you've got to find a niche that nobody's found yet because everybody's looking for a DT Luke. Everybody's looking for a vinyl Cape Java or everybody's, you know, looking for a blue snag. So if you could do like what you did and find something that nobody knows about yet, you're ahead of the curve a little bit. And I think, I think you're ahead of the curve by a couple of years. Hopefully. Anthony Pagano said something like, you know, not a lot of people have value, but for someone like myself and my collection, it's extremely valuable. So it's worth the money. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, I, dude, you're, you, and you collect what you love and you, the thing that I love about your action fleet is you've got a story behind it. Yeah. You know, you are like, you know, me and my brother, we played with this set. This is what I collected when I was a kid. And so you have got your collect, you're able, you're one of the fortunate ones that are able to collect something you love, you know, and you have a story behind it. You know, when you do the math, it's like 14, 15, 16 playing with these things. <laughs> I really wasn't like five, six, seven. I was like a teenager. Well, you know, some girls, some, some guys have girls. Other guys have Star Wars figures. There's a reason why I am the way I am. <laughs> Dude, we all are, man. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay. So just, just, I remember being coming home sick one day and somebody, it was around my birthday and somebody had given me some uh, micro um the the cars the micro cars and i'm sitting there playing with them and my, my mom comes pick me up she's like why the hell are you playing with toys when you're sick and i'm just like you know so it just kind of dates it to like 14 15 years old playing with toys and she didn't she didn't like that no is it my so, is your turn, your I, turn. I guess it is i guess it is um oh goodness jeez dude i so I'm just going to pick the wood pattern that I got. Um, I yeah. got a wood pattern. Um, it's of a, some kind of hammock. It's a hammock fire hydrant thing. I don't know what exactly what it is. It's unproduced. Uh, it's on a base. That's got a bunch of Kenner stuff on it. You know, it says Kenner on it. It says, you know, has, has the information. If I ever, you know, wanted to look it up, I guess I could uh, find out what it was. Should. Yeah, I probably should. Uh, I've even had somebody offer, and I just remember now that I had somebody offer, Hey, send me the information. I might be able to find it. Uh, did you No, I need to do look, it. I need to, do I need it. to send their pictures. Do uh, it. Uh, do it. Do but, it. uh, do yeah. It. And it just, I think, yeah, it was something else that I was able to check off my list. So I, I think I've only have like a wax mold that I need to get now. So I've got the green, I've got the sign off. I've got the wood pattern and wood pattern. I don't think people appreciate them. It's hard. They're hard. They're getting harder and harder to find because they only made a few of them, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and it's huge and it sits in the corner somewhere and it just, I think it's a work of art because I, you know, I like woodworking. It, it's woodworking is awesome. And when you can put woodworking in with the toy, uh, it just, you know, is art. Yeah. I agree. It's a very cool piece. It's heavy. It's hefty, but mm -hmm. Still want to know what it was used for because it looks like it might be Little Tykes, but Little Tykes was in Kenner. It looked like, you know, the little plastic cars that people would drive around with your feet and you get the steering wheel for the toddlers and stuff. You might like put a fire hydrant out next to that. And it's like that kind of scale. Yeah, it, it's two or three. It's a foot and a half, two feet tall. Yeah, it's pretty big. And it probably weighs a good 10 or 15 pounds with the because it's got a chunk. I mean, like a three or four inch, maybe four or five inch. 
probably for more closer to four inches chunk of uh wood that it connects to that's pretty awesome yeah i got what four left here uh it's celebration one of the things that i wanted to pick up at the start of the year and this is something i wanted for a long time was like an unused card back for the vintage collection so i was able to pick that up the han solo um the unused card back for han solo and a tie fighter the cool thing is I was able to pick up that exact same version because I think it was a Revenge of the Jedi version of Han, if I'm not mistaken, or it's the Return. I don't remember. But I was able to pick up the actual carded figure at Skippy's place during her thing. So, um, but yeah, the card backs, you know, they're not technically they're not proofs; they're just unused card backs. But they were in used in the production of the thing, and it's just really cool to have those. That's something I wanted. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I really like doing. Uh, if I pick up a proto piece, if I can find the production piece to pair it with, that way you can compare them. It, it's kind of something cool to do. Yeah. I guess that's on to me now. Huh? It's on to you. It's on to me. I got three left, but I can come up with some more if I need to. No, I've got three left. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, uh, earlier this year at uh, Toylana, I'd made a deal. Uh, and they were brought down with me, but I picked up a, uh, and Jason saw this deal and he was just like, I was able to big ball for once in my life. So that was kind of cool. But I picked up, um, I picked up the first shot, uh, Bill and Ted Napoleon. Yeah. And then I was able to pick up the, um, the boom truck first shot, of yep. the boom truck, both are unproduced. So they kind of, uh, you know, they go right along with my Bill and Ted and it's kind of cool because the deal, uh, the guy had found some more pieces to the boom truck because uh, I just bought the shell and then he ended up finding the the wheels and an extra stage and just some extra odds and ends. So it's, it's uh, you know, I just need a few more pieces for it if I have, could ever find them. Uh, and then the Napoleon is, yeah, it's just, it yeah, just add those pieces to my collection. It's just kind of cool. You were so eager. You were just like tearing through Toilanta trying to find that guy and you're just... <laughs> You had tunnel vision because you weren't even looking at the things around you. You were just like, where's the guy? Where's... And he was like walking back and forth, setting up his booth. And you were like outside the booth, walking back and forth. And <laughs> I was just like, excuse me, he's got something he wants to talk to you about. Because right. you were just like, it's not, it's not the time to talk to him. It's not the time. Yeah. Yeah, I had tunnel vision. And yeah, I guess now I'm going to have to start buying like cheap stuff again. But that <laughs> yeah. was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And um, I, well, I, and then it's also stuff I saw like six months before and just kind of freaked out over and was able to dream about them for a minute. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yo. Cool to watch. Um, I picked up some micro machine art this year. Uh, um, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Errol McCarthy. He did a bunch of sketches for micro machines and he would sketch poses for the sculptors and you would give those poses to the sculptors and the sculptors would base their sculpting off of these images. So it is pre-production. I did get an, a Navy what they call Imperial Navy officer and then a Imperial commander. Um, I got two of them and uh, I, I was ecstatic to get those because it's original art used for the development of that line. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I'm becoming the Bill and Ted guy and you're becoming the Micro Machines guy, sure. Action Fleet. So I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it also stinks because we also, um, you set your own prices at a point, you know, and, and you can come, you know, you don't want to price yourself out of stuff, but 
it's it's a double it's a very fine line we've got to cross or yeah. you know walk with that kind of stuff but uh yeah. yeah no you've picked up some awesome stuff with the micro collection this year and like you said i didn't even realize that avt's yard sale was this year i thought it was two years ago nope it was this wow. year wow god that was a start of that was a good start to this year was that it yard was. sale man wow um anywho uh my next is i got a first shot saga collection wampa uh oh yeah i don't that came in like this week or last week or something but uh it's kind of cool i talked about it a couple of weeks ago you know it's it's all complete uh it's not my favorite wampa but it's a first shot wampa and i can't complain about it, it it's 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 complete it's all there uh yeah just to add you know add stuff to my wampa focus because uh you know it's kind of a cool focus because not that many people are doing it yeah so. This is a lot of expensive stuff too. It feels like this is a little ostentatious. Ostentatious is that? Am I saying yeah. that right? I don't know. It's late on Saturday night. Well, I mean, yes, it is. We did. I yeah. I'm looking, and you're kind of running the numbers. And yes, I we did spend a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, this year, and it it's it was a perfect storm for me as far as money goes this year because I was uh I had some some property that was uh basically. It so it's not a down. typical year it's, for you. It was not a typical year for me. I did have a, a an inheritance come in and my wife was, I told my wife, I'm going to buy Star Wars figures with it. So <laughs> I was able to buy Star yeah. Wars figures with it. And, and, and um, yeah, that's what I did. So yes, this is not a typical, this is an atypical year for me. And uh, I was able to spend the The reason I was able to spend this money was because I had an inheritance come in. Yeah, so that, I'm feeling guilty for saying I got this, I got this. And then the, like, yeah, Not everyone I, but, has that kind of money. So yeah, next year is going to suck for me because I'm not going to be able to spend, you know, $500 at a time. And then, you know, and it was selling some stuff, you know, you'd buy stuff and you, you had sold some stuff and did I pick up? No, I didn't pick up that art this year. Um, but you know, you, you'd, you'd buy a lot and you'd sell pieces off that lot or you, you know, um, I did a lot of wheeling and dealing and I was able to, you know, like I said, I had an inheritance come in. So it wasn't a lot of money, but in the scheme of things, it was a lot of money, but it wasn't a lot of money. And it was able, I was able to afford a lot of stuff this year. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was a exactly. lot of money. It wasn't a lot of money. Exactly. Um, and, and also having an understandable wife. It's like, go ahead and spend that money on Star Wars stuff. I don't give a crap. Yeah. My wife is like secretly smiling in, ba- in the background. She's like, he thinks it's his, but it's really ours. <laughs> she knows the value of the things in that room. So no, dude, that. And I, and, and, you know, I do have to give props to my wife and it is, it does, when you have an understanding wife, it makes this hobby a lot easier. It does. <laughs> it can't happen without an understanding wife. Right. Um, so thank you to the wives. Yes. I did sell things to get this next piece. Um, the next two items that I have, the last two items were like a one, two punch at the start of the year. And I think they even arrived on the same day. So it was pretty amazing week. And I'm like, there's no week. For the rest of this year, I think this is early March. There's no week that's going to be like this. Uh, the first thing I, I have here is the uh, Action Fleet mock-up for the Naboo Starship oh, yeah. and the Droid Control Ship. Um, I, I got those for a steal because I think the regular price on these pieces is the exact same price that I paid for these mock-ups. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of rare. They, they are rare. They came at the end of this episode one line. They're tough to find. Um. And I think they are different than the production version somewhat. So 
they're just incredible pieces. And again, I'm very, very grateful and thankful to have those and have the opportunity to get those. And I had to sell things to get it. Um, the end. The end. So this I have is one left, but yeah, this is my last piece. And oh, uh, this, yeah, well, uh, I got some um, wampa teeth from Empire Strikes oh, yeah. Back. Those are um, wampa. Wampa. Oh, I and I missed one, so I can come back. I missed one, so I can okay. I can come back with one more. You can close it out. I can close it out. But uh, so yeah, those are kind of cool. Uh, they weren't production used, but they were like on set, so they were like extras. So it's kind of cool to have those. I've got them in like each separate uh kind of container. So they're it's kind of cool to say I have wampa teeth. That is pretty awesome to see. Yeah. So I have final... a wampa focus. If you guys haven't realized, yeah, <laughs> I kind of sense that. Um, the final piece that I have is pretty amazing, and I still don't understand how I have it because in, in the grand scheme of things, there's no reason why I should have this. Uh-huh. But it's a salacious, what is his name? Salacious Scrum. Scrum, Crumb, Scrum. whatever. Kenner first shot. Dude, that's an amazing piece. With the sprue still between his feet oh. and then some of the tabs still on his head. Yeah, that right there. Yeah, that's an amazing. Have a Have a... Vintage first shot is is pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's. I look at that. And I'm like, how do? How is that part of my collection? That's amazing. There again, that, how many no, salacious scrum crumb collectors are there? Not many, and I've been told there's as many as forty of those guys, and then I've also been told there's fewer than five. The number of fingers on your hand is what they they told wow. me. So, either way, that's a great number. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Less Still, than 40 man, is pretty rare. Yeah, e- any one of those numbers are awesome. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of those two that the Crumb and the um, Action Fleet mockups kind of came. They did come on the same day. Wow, uh, one from China, the other one from France. So, yeah, it's just it's amazing. So, anyways, and then that's the reason why we got the display cases, and I have the security camera now. Like, I'm watching you people. Don't try it. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 just to reiterate that display, and there's also a story behind the display cases, you know, so we've got a little bit of a story with it. So it, it's kind of fun because you called yeah. me or text me and be like, dude, you want a display case? I need you to pay for my gas if you're going to pick it up because I'm only mileage. got room for two or pay for mileage, mileage for on the rental car. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. And it's allowed me to redo my, you know, you know, do some awesome stuff in my room. Yeah. Um, and uh, my last, and this was sort of a, there again, another Wampa focus. As I picked up when we were in Cincinnati, I was able to pick up a sealed uh, Wampa, which uh, is now sitting at CAS, which I'm waiting patiently to get back. So uh, we'll yeah. see you in six months. Yeah, we'll see it in six months. So it was, it's not the best of shape, but um, the price was right. Uh, I think it'll grade maybe a 70, may, 75 on the high end, but just so that it could say, okay, it's sealed. And when it was put in this case, it was sealed. Um, so in 2023, you're going to say that's one of the favorite things that you picked up because it actually arrived in 2023. You <laughs> bought yes. it in 2022. So it makes this list. Yes. Next makes, year, I'll make that list. I got my graded Wampa. Uh, so yeah, dude, no, I, and yeah, like uh, just to reiterate, yeah, it is sort of, it, it is some amazing pieces we are going to get this year. And I think, uh, it's just, you know, right place, right time and, and able to have the funds when we did it. Uh, I think the number one thing, uh, with, with star Wars collecting is if you can't afford it, don't do it. You know, um, if you've got to sell stuff to buy something, that's okay. 
which I did. Yeah. Just don't don't go into into heavy debt for Star Wars. It's not worth it because no. uh, at the end of the day, you got to pay that credit card bill. Exactly. And uh, that's not fun. It's 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 more important to put groceries on your table than it is a piece of plastic in a display case. Because pe- people will care for a few minutes and then that's it. So next week, we're going to talk to some of our friends and listeners. Um, if you want to participate, reach out to us and we'll we'll interview you yeah. and uh, see if you're a good candidate for the show. Um, we're still going on with that uh, contest. To, you know, send us how you're collecting your went. Uh, send us some ideas and notes to smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. We have that Outland TIE Fighter uh, Moff Gideon ship uh, from the Micro Galaxy Squadron line. That is a chase. It's one of 15,000. Um, we're going to do a raffle. So, you know, send that in. We'll put your name into the raffle. Right now, we only have one person. So the odds are looking great for that one person. Yeah, it's looking awesome. But maybe I'll advertise it this week. I'll post a photo on our, our feed and say, hey, send us how message here or send us you know how things went yeah i think that would be the it'd probably be the smart thing to do so yeah, yeah it's been a, <laughs> when you look back it's been like holy crap that was an amazing year as <laughs> you know and I'm, I'm just looking forward to what uh 23 brings i don't know uh you know obviously we're not going to go to celebration because it's in europe yeah um I, it looks like a lot of the um a lot of the collector meetups may, you know, kind of not cease this year, but not happen as big this year. Uh, I don't know if Cincinnati is going to be another big trip. I'm, I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure if I'm going to be able to go this year. Uh, I mean, I know it's in October, it's 10 months away, but you just, you know, kind of looking at things, it's like, will I be able to go? I don't know. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm excited for 23, but like I've been saying, I think 23 may be the year of, uh, collecting memories versus items ain't nothing wrong with that it's even more special yep it is and um, i'm just looking forward to it i'm looking forward to what 23 brings um is there anything you're kind of looking forward as far if you could like this is my goal you know that goal is such a lofty term but is there like stuff you'd like to check off next year as far as collecting or stuff your eyes you know you're open up to i've been focused on doing something for the club to connect our members with other members uh-huh. to help build their network and to give them more opportunities to collect items. And I'm being um, <laughs> distant on purpose because this might not even come true. So right, more of a 2024 goal, but um, if I could get things going in 2023 for 2024, that would be great. Yes. But we'll see. It might not happen, people. So don't don't pretend I didn't say anything just now. But that's really all that I've got. Because, I mean, really, the only thing that I can think of for 2022 is um, I still don't have many vehicles, uh, uh-huh. prototype vehicles for micro machines. I only have one. I'm talking about the small ones, not Action Fleet. Action Fleet seems to be readily available. Uh-huh. But the micro machines is, is getting difficult to find things. So... If I can get like a white, and I say white because that's just the color of the plastic they used, vehicle, that'd be that'd be awesome. But that's really all I want, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I. No. I. I. I would love to find a wax wax mold of something. 
Uh, but the last one I saw went on eBay for like seven hundred dollars. So and yeah. it wasn't even a complete mold. So it probably is not going to happen. I'd also like to find a not a mold. I'm sorry, it's a sculpt. Um, and I'd also like to find a mole of some of like a Galactic Heroes or something. And I've had the opportunity to buy them and it just they slip through your fingertips because, you know, it just it's it's just one of those times where you don't have, you know, it's not the right time of the month or time of the week or whatever. And you miss the opportunity. So, I think those two are my my collecting checklist and they've been on my checklist for a minute. Um, so we'll see what happens this year. Yep. And of course, there's always the the phantom galactic heroes phantom but one day. that's one day one day that's gonna pop up and i'm not even gonna ask permission i'm just gonna slap that it's gonna be stuff. thousands of dollars oh dude it's gonna suck that and thing gonna... is so rare it's hidden somewhere if it exists though if it's not the only video i found is a toy fair and so if it exists it's sitting in a kenner vault or hasbro vault or it's a trash can outside a toy fair um somebody has it and they don't know what they have if so if it's if it's in somebody's collection they don't know what they have and it'll it'll take somebody going back in their room and being like oh what's this yeah it might be a hasbro vault thing yeah so anyways anyways should finish it up i think that's it man thank We're good. you for listening to the smugglers galaxy podcast ha, uh, <laughs> i should say be like dave matthews this week eat drink and be merry Yes. Merry Just Christmas, tomorrow. everybody. Merry Christmas. Um, if you could, please leave a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to your podcast. It really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You could find us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We'd love feedback. We'd love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. You can find him at Puerto Rico Star Wars on Facebook. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. Hasbro. Re-released the most expensive vintage collection figure in the collection uh, currently, VC66. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned via positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way.